Welcome to the Saved Man Podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. My name is John Weston, and for nearly 45 years I was lost in the world of addictions and degradation until I was found and saved by Jesus Christ in 2009. Now I share stories of my life BC before Christ, not to tell tales of lostness, but to prove that salvation is available to all that are willing to claim it, and that Jesus can meet you right where you are today. Welcome to the Save Man Podcast. Wow, it's been a while since I've been able to get out a, a podcast. It seems like forever. It, it's back around Christmas time, I think. And I don't know what has kept me so busy that I haven't been able to get to the microphone. But I'm blessed to share today. Once again, I want to share a part of my life that the transformation that God brought to me it was not apparent then. But looking back now, it is was such a critical part of my life. The story takes place... Back in the in, in the eighties, um, when most of my troubles were, I knew I was in trouble. There really was nowhere to run or hide, but I would have to try. I would need to get out of the state, leave everything, including my son. But for sure, I could not put his life at risk. It all started a few months ago, innocently enough. Just a couple of guys getting together for a few drinks and, and a few lines of speed. I can't remember how the idea came up. All I remember was that it seemed so simple. A plan to rip off a drug dealer we had been working for. We weren't looking to make a killing, just to get a larger share of the goods and less to share with him. It started out slow. Step on the product, cut it down with good additive. Steal a gram here and steal a gram there. Nothing big. No one would ever know. Then we could pool our money and buy more drugs and, and from another guy and we knew sell more and, and buy more. That's how to beat the system, isn't it? And maybe it would have worked. Maybe things would have gone as planned if we could have controlled our own habit. Or maybe if we have not gotten greedy and moved from a gram here and there to cutting up larger amounts, partying with the prophets, making it known on the street what we are doing. It doesn't make any difference. The man knew. And now he was not going to let us get over on him. Now it was time to run. He had tried to take me out once. I would not be so lucky again. It was time to run, run, run. I look at this as a turning point in my life. This is where I went from that normal, card-carrying, everyday Joe to the guy on the run. And living on the run changes everything. 
All the contacts you need to, and you've made are broken. All the ones you love and need you and you need them are left behind. Nothing can be the same. Running is now a way of life. The once you start, there's no way to stop. After years of it, and even after I knew that those that wanted me dead were long gone, I still ran. Nothing would ever be permanent. Relationships were meant to be broken. Hiding from everything and everyone was the only way to survive. Until I was met by Jesus Christ. Until he showed me that there was a way back. I don't know if any of you have have ever been on the run, or you are right now. It does not have to be as dramatic as the situation I was in. Maybe you're running from responsibility, or maybe it's to avoid pain, and and you just don't want to feel it. No matter what it is that you're running from, there's a way to stop. There's a place where you no longer have to run. That place is into the arms of Jesus Christ. Only he says this and said this and meant it. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's from Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Hey, I'm not saying it's easy. There are a few things you're going to have to do. I have to admit, it has taken me years to feel safe and secure enough to talk and maybe confess is a better word. But here's how I see it. You need to be willing to stop running. Just stop. Cry out to Jesus, I'm tired of running. I want to believe that you can make my life right. It's what we call a leap of faith. If you can believe that there is a God who loves you, above and beyond what you know or understand, then you will begin to see the difference. He will bring people into your life to help. You must, just must, have to take that first step. Next, find a copy of God's Word, the Bible. Begin to fill your mind with God's promises. For me, this was hard. I couldn't read the Bible. But God gave me the blessing of being able to listen If you are the same, there are so many ways to do this now. Free apps where you can choose your way to read or listen. Just try. Give God's Word a chance any way you can. I promise it will change everything. Again, if you are willing and you are ready, you will begin to see the difference. And so will others around you. The book of Hebrews puts it like this. 
For the word of God is alive, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. You'll find that in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12. Once you're ready, man, just sit down and pray. And here's what God promises will happen. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. Get that, man. God's saying he will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. That's in one of the greatest chapters in the Old Testament, maybe in the whole Bible. Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, filled with God's promises. These promises are in verses 13 and 14. One more thing, and this is really hard. You got to admit you're powerless. You got things messed up. Once I stopped running and saw what a mess I had made, not of only my lives, but many of the lives that I had touched, it was then I could admit my wrongs and do my best to heal old wounds. Most importantly, not in my power, but in the power of Jesus Christ. I could claim this promise from 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all the unrighteousness. I could not only stop running, I could be free of what I'd been running from. No, not drug dealers or others had, had me on the run, but from the reason I was messed up with them in the first place. I could stop running from the pain, from the guilt, from the insecurities that led me to a life of addictions and self-centeredness. I could finally trust that there was a Savior who could take it all. He could take all of it because he was running to save me. My friends, all I can say is today is a good day to stop. Seek the Lord and he will be found. Man, I'm telling you, life is so much better when you aren't on the run. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you see all of us hiding and and we're on the run. But we want to stop. We want to believe. We want to hold on and know that you are seeking us. Open eyes, open hearts of those that are listening. Open mine, because I still need you every day and every minute. I pray that your word and these words will open lives to you as I pray all things in the name of that Savior who saves us all on the cross, 
Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Saved Man Podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. I also want to invite you to my webpage, my-lostandfound.net. Yes, that's my-lostandfound.net. There you will find podcasts and hundreds of blogs, all stories of recovery and salvation. And I hope you will join me for the next episode the Save Man Podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. Until we meet again, blessings and love in Jesus Christ.